A word about, well, about religion. I've been thinking a lot about Mullah Sadra, who I'm quite impressed with, this uh, medieval Islamic philosopher. And he was a Sufi, of course, but less well-known in the West than Rumi. Rumi we all love, and, and we love him because, why? Because he writes love poetry, and he says lovely things about inclusivity and one world, and and his work is beautiful. Of course it is. But is it really as deep as all that when you compare it to some of the great Islamic philosophers? And Mullah Sadr is one of those. And there's a very interesting aspect to his work. I mean, he's basically an ontologist. He's, he's, he's concerned about the, the beginning of all things. He's also concerned about the reason we do things, whether we uh, have free will. And this is very important to him. Uh, he concludes that we do, but he's a bit iffy about it. He he believes in an omnipotent God, and that kind of ties his hands slightly, because if you take take it to a lo its logical conclusion, then um, then God can determine everything, which of course is counter to the whole idea of free will. So there, I mean. I think he gets a bit muddled and convoluted in his thinking, but some of his thinking is quite wonderfully challenging. And the guy has one, one fundamental premise. God cannot not create. I mean, um, that is, you'd think that was quite limiting God, but, but he, it's part of, it's his nature, you know? I mean, we all have our natures, don't we? You remember the Arab story of the, the frog and the um, scorpion and the frog and the scorpion were uh, it was flood time in the desert and the rains the rare rains had come in and they uh, the wadi was was the water was rising fast and there was a frog and a scorpion caught on a sandbank and the the frog <laughs> took pity on the scorpion because the scorpion was going to drown the frog would be okay he could swim so the frog said to the scorpion hop up on my back and i'll i'll take you to safety so he got uh, scorpion said thank you so much and, and jumped up on the frog's back got halfway across the raging flood water and the scorpion bazamp stung the frog and the frog looked up at the scorpion as the numb venom came into its bloodstream, and it said to the scorpion, Why did you do that? Now we'll both drown. And the scorpion looked down at the frog and said, Yes, I'm so sorry, my friend, but it's in my nature. You know, we're all confined by what's in our nature and in that sense i suppose up to some point we don't have free will some of our reactions to things are predetermined by what's gone before but in another sense i mean we can make choices we do make choices and you can make deliberate choices as does everything and you know the 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 puppy dog that bites you if he turns and bites the hand of the master he makes a choice um everybody makes choices so what so god makes choices
So what? Well, here's the thing. We have a tendency to separate ourselves off from creation. And here Mullah Sadra pulls us up by the, by the whatever, the short, um, by the bootstraps. And he, he says, wait a minute now. We are not separate from the rest of creation. Indeed, he is one of the first exponents of evolution. He gets the details slightly wrong because he, he reckons that, that there is a hierarchy in, in the plant kingdom and then a hierarchy in the animal kingdom. But he sees plants as evolving into animals. He doesn't see them as two separate strands. So there Darwin beat him. But, but essentially, he predated Darwin by hundreds and hundreds of years in his thinking. But what he does say, he's very Pauline in his thinking, in the sense that he believes it's God within whom we move, live and move and have our being. I think they're both wrong on that. I think, yes, the substance of God is what we're created from, but we have an independent being. Uh, because just as a child has an independent being from the father. So the point is that the um, the key difference, however, the key difference from modern thought is that he, you, you're aware perhaps of the, the Pauline concept, you find it in Romans chapter 8, of the the world aching and groaning for salvation uh, the the universe aching and groaning for salvation, not just humanity, waiting for the day of judgment. Now, that's a very Pauline concept. And so the concept being that the universe is alive. It's a natural extension of the thought that Mullah Sadra has that the universe is created out of the body of God. Now then, where do we go with this? According to Sadra, everything has free will. It's not just you, you elitist human being. Everything. God has taken his hand away in order, perhaps, to give you free will, but he has chosen to give the entire universe free will, from the volcano to the vulture, from the tetsi fly to the tsunami. All of it is he took his hand off creation in order to allow it to go its own way, in order to allow everything, not just you, not just you, everything to have freedom. Because that's beautiful. Because it gives purpose, not only to you, but to all of creation. And of course, then you get consequences. You get nature read in tooth and claw, and you get... Um, human beings who are either predatory or cruel or selfish or yeah we're all broken vessels but we also have the glorious within us be thou perfect even as your father in heaven is perfect it's beautiful isn't it so this sadrist concept mullah sadra his concept is really quite liberating you find in, in the West that many theologians, um, are, yeah, okay, believe in God. Physicists believe in God, but biologists tend not to. Uh, David Attenborough, I remember my wife wrote him a letter uh, asking him to open um, one, a pet service 
and um, she'd corresponded with him before. He, yeah, he, he said, uh, no, 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 I can't, my diary's too full. So she wrote him again another year and said, no, please, can you open the pet service this year? And he, he said, look, Veronica, or was this effect, um, I'm sorry, but I don't believe. Now, he's not uncommon in that. Many, many biologists, botanists, uh, non-believers. Why? Because they find it hard to believe when they see much of the cruelty of the natural world. The cruelty of one species to another, of even within species. If there are such a thing as species, the lines are very blurred very often. But anyway, uh, that's another issue. The point is that they get disheartened. But if you adhere to this concept that God has taken his hand off creation in order to give everything free will and that we are part of that same that same unity that is all creation that we are not we are not some distinct element but we are of ourselves part of one and all of that is um, then suddenly Mullah Sadra's viewpoint that that the yes that the that God took his hand away from creation to give creation full will, full free will, that becomes exciting. That becomes, wow, special. And that explains an awful lot, at least in my view it does. I don't know how you think about it. I just, just, I do love Islamic philosophers. Ali ibn Talib lived for... This life, as if you'll live forever, live for the next life as if you'll die tomorrow. Yeah, they're they're great, some of these guys. They have some great thinking. And we don't really know them in the West. Uh, Poor us. We could learn a lot by paying a little attention to some of them. Okay, that was my thought uh, for today. God bless you and keep you, and speak again soon. Bye.